Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn. We are talking about returning gifts today. Uh, We started yesterday just sharing that sometimes the enemy lets us carry in he, he disguises them as gifts, uh, things like yesterday we talked about fear, and just like a gift we get for Christmas sometimes that maybe we just, you know, it's not our style, we don't like it, or maybe it doesn't fit, and we forget to take it back, and then we wait too long, and you only have 90 days to exchange it, and then you're kind of stuck with it, and it just stays in your closet, it junks up your closet, and yet the enemy loves to put junk in our hearts and our minds. And we're looking at three things that uh, the enemy likes to give that he, we, he, he acts like it's a gift, but it's not. And we just embrace it and it jumps up in our heart and mind. But we're talking about yesterday and today about what we can exchange those gifts, those lies from the enemy and replace them with gifts from God that he gives so freely and generously and wants to help us with. Yesterday, we talked about exchanging the gift of fear for faith. And so I want to encourage you, if you missed yesterday's 14-minute program, go to our website, hopeisheretoday.org. That's hopeisheretoday.org, and listen to that 14-minute program. I think you'll be blessed by it. I also want to remind you that we're on all the major platforms where podcasts are available. If you listen to podcasts, I hope you'll go Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, uh our YouTube channel, subscribe, and just get those programs sent to you each day, Monday through Friday. They're only 14 minutes long, and I think you'll be encouraged and blessed by them. have a lot of wonderful guests that uh, will bless you. Uh, we usually have a guest at least two days out of the five each week, and uh, just been so awesome to let other people share their stories of hope. And so be encouraged this year. Make it a part of your weekly uh, routine in growing spiritually this year and staying hopeful. Well, as we head into 2024, you know, Colossians chapter uh, 3, uh, verse 8, talks to us about uh, about angry. You know, people, we get angry sometimes. And, you know, that that's one of the gifts that, unfortunately, I think that we, we carry sometimes from year to year because life's really hurt us and we've gotten disappointed, we've gotten wounded, and we don't deal with it. And uh, I want to encourage you this year in 2024 here early in January saying, you know what, I'm going to exchange that gift of anger that Satan's let me carry around for way too long. And, you know, Colossians chapter 3, verse 8, I mentioned that a while ago, was a verse that maybe could be something to help you with that if you struggle with anger in 2024. Colossians chapter 3, verse 8 says, But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Dirty language, you're like, oh, what's that mean? Well, you know what it is, those four-letter words that uh, growing up that you were told, uh, you know, not to say those and um Yet the enemy, you know, he'll he'll get you to say them and out of anger and things. And, uh, yeah, I think the thing that I've had to look at, the Bible says what comes out of the mouth comes from the heart. And when my words are critical and negative, uh, maybe even hurtful, I realize that, uh, you know what, I need to look inside what's going on. And here's a couple things I've looked at in my life that have caused anger and with others as I've been doing 20 years of ministry now. One, it's an irrational perception of reality. For example, uh, you know, when we think, you know, man, that's got to be done the way I think it needs to be done. 
or sometimes when you have a low frustration point, example, uh, you know, it's my way or it's no way. I mean, ouch. You know, friends, anger is an internal reaction that is perceived to have an external cause. And I found in other lives that I've dealt with and done life with here, uh, my 50-plus years of life, and in my own life, that angry people almost always blame their reactions on some person or some event, but rarely do they realize that the reason they are angry is because of their irrational perception of the situation that they're dealing with. Angry people have a certain perception and expectation of the world that they live in, and when that reality does not meet their expectation of it, they then become angry. Friends, it is important to understand, though, that not all anger is unhealthy. Anger is one of the most basic defense defensive mechanisms that God's given us, that it protects us and motivates us from being dominated or manipulated by others. It also gives us added strength Courage and motivation needed to combat justice, uh, injustice actually that's done to us. However, if anger is left uncontrolled and free to take over our mind and body at any time, then anger becomes destructive. And once again, I, I've told you, you know, a good barometer, a good measuring stick for me is when words coming out of my mouth are not God honoring and uh, tone of voice and things. I have to remember Matthew fifteen eighteen that I shared earlier. The things that come out of the mouth come from the heart. And I love the Proverbs chapter 40, verse 20, 23. Um, maybe this year you want to guard your heart because it says, Pay attention, my child, to what I say. Listen carefully. Don't lose sight of my words. Let them penetrate deep within your heart, for they bring life and radiant health to anyone that discovers their meaning. Above all else, guard your heart, for it affects everything you do. Friends, we live in a culture where we, you know, we have access to things on social media and the Internet. And, uh, you know, man, I just want to really encourage you. In fact, I want to challenge you to really be careful about what you look at on the Internet, the movies you watch, the things. And, uh, you know, there's so many things, friends, with violence and sexual things that, you know, first, oh, yeah, that's okay. It's just fun. And yet that's how the enemy always gets in. It's just we live a, leave a little creak in the door and just a little opening there. And next thing you know, we've got an issue with something. Okay. And Proverbs 4.23, just a powerful verse above all else guard your heart one version of the bible says for it is the foundation of everything so i want to encourage you to guard your heart and you know it's interesting the way god physically designed the body where it's set in our body it's back behind our ribs in fact when my dad had a heart attack and had to have triple bypass surgery uh 30 years ago, he's been in heaven now for eight and a half or almost eight years. But, you know, back then they just had to crack your chest open. And now I know there's sometimes they can do it different ways, but they had to crack his chest open to get to his heart. And he had this big scar in his chest where they had to stitch him up. Well, friends, God physically designed our bodies to protect our heart because it is without the heartbeat, we, we can't live, right? But you know what? With our eyes, that is the window for our heart, our soul. 
And I just want to encourage your friends. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, and I'm not about keeping a bunch of rules, if you know me very well at all. But I also know there's things that the Lord gives us wisdom on to protect our heart and help us to have joy and peace and keep us from having anger. And a lot of things that we do and that we watch and we look at, okay, can really affect our hearts and our minds and uh, just really food for thought there, as uh, my dad used to like to say. And I want to encourage you to do what Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says. Uh, take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. In other words, just say, you know what, God, in 2024, I really want to try to honor you in all that I do. And friends, we may not get there, but you know what? At least we're asking God to help us and inviting him to be a part of it. James chapter 1, verse 19 says, Be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to get angry. Woo! You know, sometimes there's been times when I've gotten angry about things, but the problem was I hadn't heard the other person's side of the story. I just kind of assumed what I thought had happened, and I started giving them the business without hearing their side of the story. So I would encourage you maybe to ask questions if you're angry about something and be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. And know that God will help you with that. And I want to, I think the best way to exchange, uh, you know, that anger, okay, if you want to exchange that is the gift of love. The gift of love. I'm not talking about the Valentine's Day, you know, romantic love, the Titanic movie, all that stuff, okay? I'm talking about the love that God talks about we should have for one another in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 through 8. If I speak with human eloquence and angelic gait, if I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and make everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but if I don't love I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've got nowhere. So no matter what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Then I love what it says in verse 4 through 8. Love never gives up. Love cares more for itself, for others, than itself. We'll say it again. Love never gives up, and love cares more for others than for ourselves. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut. Love doesn't have a swelled head. Love doesn't force itself on others. Love isn't always me first, and it doesn't fly off the handle. It doesn't keep score of wrongs by others. Love never fails, friends. And so I want to encourage you to take a look at that today and just say, you know what? I'm going to exchange that gift of anger for the gift of love. And friends, only God can do that in our lives. I mean, I've seen that over and over in my life. I also want to exchange maybe the uh, third and final gift to exchange this year is maybe uh, the gift of worry. Oh, my goodness. I've been so guilty of struggling with worry. And, man, the enemy loves to get us to worry. And, you know, Jesus, I don't have time to go into it completely today, but look in Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. And Jesus talks about, you know, does worry and add a day to your life. I mean, not at all. And what I want to do, encourage you is to exchange that gift of worry, okay, with the gift of prayer. 
If you start to worry about something, I want to challenge you to immediately go to prayer. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 says, Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Friends, you may not think anybody else cares, but God cares. That's why Jesus came just a few weeks ago. We celebrated in Christmas. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Oh, friends, I'm so thankful for that. So thankful that we can exchange anxiety about anything that's causing us to worry in whatever situation it is. And I know some things are legitimate concerns and worries when you get a bad health report, okay? When, you know, financial challenges come upon you, okay? When you're struggling with loneliness, yet God says we don't have to be anxious about anything. And in any situation, if we'll pray to him, but it also talks about giving thanksgiving. And I've had to really learn to be intentional about that because I've been guilty of letting the enemy let me focus on what I don't have instead of what I do have. And friends, I'm just trying to learn to be more thankful and just thank God for the blessings that he's given me. And uh, man, Thanksgiving, that's just not a holiday one day a year. That needs to be a way of life. Okay, Thanksgiving needs to be a lifestyle for those that are followers of Jesus. And when I get unthankful, a lot of times because I'm playing that compare game, comparing what I got compared to other people. Friends, don't play that compare game. It is a no-win situation, and Satan will steal your joy, your peace, your love, and can cause you to get angry. We're out of time, but I hope you'll exchange those gifts and give those to God and let him give you that love, give you through prayer, and give you that peace that passes all understanding that he provides. Thanks for listening. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. CMI is your full-service human resources provider in Central Kentucky. For 15 years, CMI Human Resources has taken great pride in helping organizations and people work. Whether it's employee handbooks or help in filling a position, no job is too large or too small for CMI. Contact the professionals today at CMI Human Resources, 859-296-2800 or online at cmiconsulting.com.